Welcome to the Discover Your Ann podcast. This podcast will highlight unique opportunities and exciting topics about the College of Arts and Sciences at Mississippi State University. The College of Arts and Sciences is the largest college at MSU and we have majors in every subject area. Students within the College of Arts and Sciences learn about the physical sciences, the social sciences, and the humanities, which we feel prepares our students for all types of careers and graduate programs. And it's what encourages our students to discover their end. I'm your host, Hannah. And I'm your host, Ava. Hello, and welcome to episode nine of the Discover Your And podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and today we are speaking with Senior Coordinator Daniel Morgan about the Career Center and services that it offers MSU students. And I'm your host, Ava. So the Career Center empowers individuals to develop skills that will, that will enhance career readiness and lifelong career management. But that is just a very brief overview. Um, so we're very excited to talk to Mr. Morgan about the Career Center in more depth. But first, uh, Mr. Morgan, could you please tell us more about yourself and what you do on campus? Sure, absolutely. Uh, first, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to meet with you today and, and uh, share information about the resources that Career Center has to offer students and also alumni. With, with my position as a senior coordinator, I'm the liaison for the Career Center with the Colleges of Arts and Sciences and also Education. So it's, it's really a lot of fun for me to be able to work with both of those populations. For one, the fact that I am a graduate of the College of Arts and Sciences here at Mississippi State, a few years back, I was a broadcasting major here at MSU, uh, so it's a lot of fun to be able to stay engaged with that population and, and help those students work towards and achieve, hopefully, some of those goals they've set for themselves professionally, whether it's in regards to employment, whether it's in regards to uh, professional or graduate school. Uh, that's something I really enjoy doing. Yeah, so with you being a recent grad of MSU, or not a recent grad, with you being a grad of MSU, excuse me, uh, I feel like that warrants us to talk about, um, get to ask you some MSU questions as icebreakers. So um, for those of you listening who don't know, uh, MSU does make their own dairy products. So we do have our own ice cream. Uh, so what would you say is your favorite MSU ice cream? This is easy. This is, it's a great question, but it's an easy one for me. It's the chocolate with the little almond slivers inside of it. The chocolate almond is my favorite. Uh, I've got family members that, that contact me all the time, especially around the holidays, asking for MSU dairy products, especially the cheese, but also the ice cream. And I was really thrilled to hear that I think recently they're offering larger containers of the ice cream instead of just the individual size. So it, it, it's really great news. MSU cheese is always a good Christmas present. Yeah, you gotta get it early, especially like the Edom. You gotta get on it yes. early because that stuff gets sold out pretty quick. Yes. So to our next question, what is your favorite MSU sport and what is your favorite MSU sport memory? Oh man, I'm a fan of all MSU sports to be honest with you. Um, you know, growing up we would get season tickets to the football games, we'll get season tickets to uh, men's and women's basketball. So a lot of my memories are, are you know, centered around that. And this is gonna date me a little bit. So <laughs> I'll go and throw that out there. But some of my favorite memories were when I was little, we um, have had family in the Starkville area my whole life. So we would come up and visit grandparents and whatnot. And we would inevitably get to go to some of the baseball games. And when I was little, 
my favorite baseball player was Will Clark. Uh, he just, you know, you couldn't do better than Will Clark when I was a kid. And it, it just kind of stayed with me, you know, growing up. So I had Will Clark posters all over the place in my room. So being able to experience Will Clark and Raphael Palmero and some of those guys when they were at Mississippi State was a big thrill and a great memory for me. Yeah, they're definitely, you know, very well known around here <laughs> in the MSU family. So what kind of services does the Career Center offer now that we can get into talking more about, you know, what the Career Center can do for our students? Sure, absolutely. The, the main kind of overall, you know, all-encompassing, you know, service that we love to provide for students is really helping them develop those professional skills and, and competencies and, and get their documentation, whatever it may be as prepared as possible so when they get ready to make that next step, whether it's you know grad school, professional school, uh, full-time, part-time, volunteer work, even taking a gap year after graduation, they can feel confident and prepared you know, for whatever that next step may be. And that's overarching what we try to do is help them with that preparation. Now, a lot goes into that, such as you know resume development, uh, the job search process itself, uh, cover letters, personal statements, statements of purpose, um, you know, the interview process and the preparation for that. So a lot goes into the individual preparation and we also coordinate with colleges and majors all over campus to develop career expos and fairs, uh, information sessions with employers. So there's a lot of outreach that we do as well to give students the opportunities to network and make connections with employers all over, not just the state of Mississippi, city but all over the country and, and even the world so there's a lot that we do as far as outreach on top of the individual attention that we give the students and i feel like the career center does so much it's really hard to keep track of everything that you all do i noticed when you were um introducing yourself you mentioned something about how you help students and alumni uh could mm -hmm. you tell us a little more about what you do for alumni yeah absolutely and that's one of the great things that we try to remind students is even after you graduate you know, the door doesn't close as far as the resources the Career Center has to offer because students that graduate have access to all the resources we have here at the, Re at the Career Center for up to two years after you graduate. And that's whether it's an undergraduate or a graduate degree. So e even after graduation, you may find yourself in a position where you've been working for a number of you know, months or maybe a year and you're wanting to make a change or you want to, you know, start making the steps up that ladder within your your uh, organization or your career field, you can still come back to the Career Center and say, hey, I need to revamp my resume. I, I'm interviewing for an advanced position with my, within my organization. I need some help kind of fine-tuning my talking points uh, for that interview process. And we love to do, do that with alumni as well. So, you know, our main focus is certainly on our students, but our alumni are absolutely in the mix as well. That's awesome. I think a lot of people just, we don't know that alumni have these resources, but going back to all of the things that you offer mm -hmm. through the Career Center, when people go to start applying for these jobs or as a freshman, sophomore, they're applying to internships, people don't realize everything that goes into that. You know, you listed the statement of purpose if you're thinking about grad school and then updating that resume, references, it's a lot. In, people figure that out when they're actually in that process. So to have y'all as a resource to, you know, help walk them through that, that makes a really big difference. 
Yeah, and it's really beneficial for us as well because we have consistent contact with employers. And like I said, I work with arts and sciences and education, but we have other full-time staff uh, that work with every single major and concentration on campus. So we have connections with employers in almost every career field that you could think of. So we get a lot of feedback from those employers and they let us know, you know, this is what we're looking for. These are the skills. This is the experience that we're wanting the students to have as they're getting ready to apply for an internship or a co-op or full-time, part-time position, whatever it may be. And that's really beneficial to be able to take that knowledge from the you know, employers themselves and go back to the students and say, you know, this is what they want. You know, this is what they're looking for. Um, and then just really helping them kind of tailor their skills and their experience for whatever that position might be that they're applying for. Mm -hmm. And that's very cool. I feel like maybe um, some students don't realize that you all not only help with career readiness, but you also help with finding, um, helping students find their major. I know, mm -hmm. Anna, did we have this conversation briefly about you saying that you went to the Career Center for that? I did. When I was a freshman at MSU, I had no idea what I wanted to major in. So I went to the Career Center and I took one of the like personality career assessment tests mm -hmm. and I that helped me pick the major I did. I was communication too. And then I went on to grad school and got my master's degree and I found those results from that career assessment test. I forgot I had them. This was like a year ago and it was exactly what I major in. Uh, it was exactly what I got my master's degree in. It's what I'm doing now. And I was just like, wow, it worked. <laughs> the career assessment test, it got me. So yeah. it's very accurate and very helpful. So tell us a little bit more about that and how students, you know, navigate different majors and, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of that does come from some of the individual meetings we have with students. It, it's really, it kind of boils down to what your interests are. You know, some of that is developed by the environment you have growing up. Some of them are just natural interests that you just have within your DNA, just about uh, those around you that influence you from friends and family and uh, the courses that you're taking. So a lot goes into kind of understanding what your specific interests are. And we have some assessments here within the office that we use with students to let them kind of get a chance to discover, you know, where are my interests? You know. How do those kind of align with different career fields and job titles and things of that sort? Um, and it really can be an eye-opening experience. You know, there may be situations where a student comes in as a freshman, as a junior college transfer, and they're saying to themselves, I don't really know what I want to do. You know, I have uh, a decent idea. I've gotten feedback from family saying, you know, we think you would be great as a, you know, fill in the blank, whatever that might be. But it really comes down to the individual, you know, what their specific uh, interest might be. So these assessments that we have, such as the strong interest inventory, uh, the type focus, they really do focus on your personality, your interests, and how they are measured against a wide variety of different individuals working in a wide variety of career fields. So, you know, being able to take those assessments uh, really gives the student an opportunity to see I have a lot of choices. You know, there are a lot of different things that I can consider, and that just opens the door, you know, for them to stay engaged with the Career Center as they work through their college career to try to develop an idea of, you know, what are the majors that we're 
you know, would work best with me, with my interests, with my personality. And that just starts with those building blocks and kind of continues through. So um, one of the aspects that we use with that as well is through our career planning class. Uh, we have a course that we teach every fall and spring uh, that's geared towards freshmen for the most part. Every now and then we'll get some sophomores in there, but it allows those students to come in as freshmen and start that, that you know, development process, that discovery process of you know, what are my interests and how can they be related to a career field or a major? Because a lot of those freshmen that come in that take the class you know, haven't declared a major yet. So through the course of the, uh, of the class itself, you know, we provide these resources, they take these assessments, uh, and we don't, you know, necessarily say, okay, by the end of this class, you have to have decided on a major or, or anything like that. It's just an, you know, an opportunity for them to be exposed to all the different options that are out there for them. Those are great classes. I speak at those classes once a semester. Y'all have uh, different college representatives come in and speak to them. You know, I go in, I talk about arts and sciences, and they ask great questions and it's just so exciting to see their faces light up when they find like, oh wow, I didn't know we offered that as a major. I think that's something I would actually like to do. So I definitely know that the career planning classes are very helpful, successful for the students who take them. Yeah, it, it's, it's a great opportunity. And you know, and that's something that we really love to do is try to make connections with students as early as possible. Um, you know, we really stress with students and faculty to let us have an opportunity to engage with you as early as possible within your, your career here at Mississippi State. Um, you know, a lot of students think that, you know, I don't need to utilize the resources at the Career Center until I'm getting ready to graduate. You know, that last semester, you know, I'm finally applying for jobs, putting my resume together and that sort of thing. So we do a lot of encouragement with students to try to engage with us as early as possible. Go ahead and get those balls rolling, start those dominoes falling in place uh, so that when you do get ready to think about the job search, you know, that next step after graduation, you've got a backpack full of great information and resources and development through the assistance from the Career Center, you know, that's been helping you along that way. And I'm glad that you talked about freshmen and just starting um, your relationship with a career center early because that's something that we wanted to talk about. But we also wanted to bring up um, transfer students because coming in as a transfer student can be uh, a daunting or scary situation. And I just wanted to know how do you all uh, help transfer students? And that's a really good question too. And we love working with transfer students because some of them may come in um, either having already, you know, officially completed an associate's degree or they just transfer in a number of credit hours from a two-year institution and they've got a decent idea of what they want to do based off of that experience at that two-year institution, but they come to Mississippi State still very open, you know, to different opportunities and possibilities. Uh, so even in that instance, you know, we have great, you know, resources available to help those students as well. So as soon as they get on the campus, you know, we encourage them to you know, get in touch with us and let us know what we can do to help you. So, and they definitely always want to, you know, always reiterate to transfer students that you have the same resources that everybody does on campus. So don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah, what were you saying, Ava? Oh, nothing. I was just I was going to bring up the idea of how we're everybody's transferring more to online type of things because of 
COVID and everything. So I was just wondering, how do you all offer um, your help? Do you still do in person? Are you doing more online? How does that work? And, and I'll start with our career planning class. We've, you know, this spring and also back in the fall, uh, fall of 2020, we've done a hybrid system where we'll have half of our students attend class in person one day a week, and then the other day they're online uh, participating that way. So we've had to kind of make some changes in the way we've delivered uh, that curriculum and whatnot. All of our appointments at this point are online or virtual, but we have you know WebEx. So we use a lot of WebEx in regards to our individual appointments with students. Uh, students can still contact us and say, you know, I'd like to make an appointment to discuss whatever it may be that they, they need some assistance with. And we'll go in, we'll schedule a time uh, that's convenient for you know both of us uh, to meet you know via WebEx. So it's really been beneficial and it actually uh, is, is very helpful to the students because that gives them a lot more flexibility in regards to being able to access the resources. We love meeting with students in person, don't get me wrong, that's something that's really beneficial because it helps with the connection that you can make with the student, but you know given where we are uh, as a society, you know virtual is still a really great option. We use that you know a good bit. So and we, we do the same thing with classroom presentations. We have a lot of the instructors that like us to come into the classroom and discuss a specific talking point about uh, resume development or professional skill development and we can do those meetings virtually as well. How do students get in contact with you? What's the best way for them to do that? Uh, there, there's a couple of different ways. Our website, which is career.msstate.edu, has a lot of great information and resources available uh, to students virtually, um, or online rather. They can give us a call. Uh, our phone number is 325-3344, and just say, hey, I need to make an appointment. You know, there, there's some issues I want to talk about, some questions that I have, and then we can schedule something that way. Or they can go through our website. We have a series of uh, quick links through our homepage where they can select uh, appointments and they can literally go online and schedule an appointment with uh, a coordinator like myself and you know talk about whatever it may be that they want to talk about that could be beneficial. Mm -hmm. And um, just to ask you a couple of more questions, I definitely think it's one thing to go to the Career Center. Uh, that's the biggest first step, but how do you go about suggesting students utilize what they've learned after they've taken that career planning class or after they've made that resume critiquing appointment, whatever it is? And that's a really good question. And that's something that we encourage students to think about. You know, what are the things that you want to do with this information after you leave the career planning class or this appointment that we scheduled? Um, we love to do follow-up appointments. We love to kind of keep track with the students and say, you know, what adjustments have you made with your resume or how you know proactive have you been in regards to your job search or whatever the situation may be so that's a lot of the encouragement that we give them is don't let this be a one and done kind of situation you know keep us in the loop you know keep thinking about those uh you know goals that you're setting for yourself put together a realistic time uh frame for yourself as far as when you want to accomplish specific goals and those can be you know, they don't have to be grand, life-changing goals. They can just simply be, okay, within the next month, I want to make another appointment with Career Center to revisit some of the things that we talked about in our first meeting. They can be, you know, very achievable goals that you can set for yourself. And, and over time, you know, it starts piling up into some pretty good, uh, you know, progress. So, 
that's very important is to not overwhelm yourself with these huge goals because then once you realize they're not as easy to accomplish, you know, people just want to give up in a way, but doing the little things that builds up to a big thing. So I'm glad you brought that up. Absolutely. What is a success story um, from one of the students that you met with? I know you've probably had lots and lots of these, but just for an example, what is something that sticks out to you that you tell other students about? You know, for me, I love seeing students just feel, to see them kind of get that wave of confidence, you know, wash over them during or after a meeting with, with myself or one of the other uh, coordinators in the office. Because a lot of times they come in and they, they're frustrated. They don't know, you know, what that next step needs to be as far as either declaring a major or deciding, you know, what do I want to do? Um, they feel pressure from outside forces, whatever you know, maybe going on in their life. Um, so for me, it's it's the little victories. You know, it's those small moments when you get to meet with a student, whether it's in person or virtual, and just being able to talk through some of those frustrations and give them uh, some some ideas, give them some feedback as far as well. The, these are clearly skills that I can see, you know, within you just from these few minutes that we've had to talk together. And here are some ways that you could kind of translate them into whatever that next step may be, you know, whether it is deciding that this is the right major for me, this is the right, you know, career path that I feel is a good fit for me, you know, uh, the assessments that we talked about earlier, you know, looking at their interests, looking at their personalities, um, and just kind of putting all those pieces together and being able to see, you know, the reaction on their face when they finally realize I can do this, you know, this is something that I am able to do is something that I feel is a great fit for me and my interests and my personality. And, and just being able to see that reaction, you know, really is, is a, a great, you know, victory for me. Uh, it makes me feel good when the, when the students realize for themselves, I can do this, you know, so, so that's something I like to share with other students, especially the ones that come in that you can clearly see when they walk in the door or get online with you for the first time, you can just see the frustration. You can just see the, the seeds of doubt that have already been planted in their minds. And then after a while, just talking through it, you know, they start realizing, I can do this. You know, I've, I've got a path. It's just a matter of, you know, helping to, you know, widen that path as time goes by. And that is so amazing. I know that Hannah and I, we say this almost every episode, but Mississippi State really does want to help its students and we have so many amazing resources that especially coming in as a freshman you may not be aware of but that's what the purpose of this podcast is for. I visited the Career Center on several different occasions so I know how helpful it can be to its students. Um, but going along with kind of what you said, what is one piece of advice that you give to students who visit the Career Center or even students who haven't had the opportunity to visit yet? I think one of the biggest pieces of advice, especially for those that have not visited or taken advantage of the resources that we have, is just make that first little step. You know, just email us, call us, you know, set an appointment. Uh, even if it's for information gathering, even if, even if you don't have a specific uh, goal in regards to, I have this document that needs to be reviewed, that I need feedback on, even if it's strictly to say, I just want to find out what you guys do. You know, what are some things that, you know, you have as far as resources and whatnot that could benefit me, even if it's just an information gathering type of 
uh, appointment, we love that too. So with students who have never, you know, engaged with us before, you know, that's a great thing. One that, you know, one bit of advice I love to give students that have engaged with us is just keep going. You know, don't stop with, you know, the discussion that we had with some of the breakthroughs that we may have had together through our, you know, meetings and that sort of thing. You got to keep those wheels turning. You got to keep progressing and be proactive towards what the ultimate goal for you might be. Um, at the end of the day, it is the student's decision and, and it's up to them to put the work in, you know, to make sure that they're making that progress. And, and, and we're just there the whole time giving encouragement and, and giving uh, as much positive reinforcement as we can to help them out. But, but one of the biggest bits of advice is just to keep going, you know, keep working. Uh, and, and eventually, you know, more lights will open up for you and then you'll feel a lot better about the situation. Great advice. And I'll reiterate what you both said about reaching out for help. On the podcast, like Ava said, we always say, you know, at MSU, we're here to help you. And my big thing is always reach out to your professors. They might seem intimidating, but I promise they want to help you. That's what they like to do. But it's also just as important to reach out to people like you in the Career Center, not just your professors. Reach out to all of the staff on campus who work in these offices that are they're literally sitting in their office waiting to help you. That's their, you know, that's the job is to help our students. Yeah. And I think with instructors all over campus, it's really great for us to have good working relationships with them uh, because a lot of times it, it's beneficial for us to come into either a classroom or talk to some of their students and just reinforce, you know, the positive messages and the information the instructors are giving the students to say, you know, the instructors know what they're talking about. You know, they, they're, really wanting you to be successful. They are looking out for your best interest. So it's great to be able to come in and just kind of give the instructors reinforcement and, and a lot of good positive backing. Mm -hmm. Well, Mr. Morgan, we thank you so much for coming on to this podcast episode. It has been so helpful and I'm sure that it will be extremely helpful to the students who are listening. Um, I am, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm starting my career searching process very soon. So I will be in contact with you. Hannah, did you have anything else to add? I don't think so. I'll just reiterate what Ava said. We're very happy. You gave us a lot of great information. So really I, I, I'm really thankful for the opportunity. I, I was glad that you reached out and was thrilled to be able to get in, uh, get online with you guys today. So thank you so much. Yes. Um, so thank you all for listening and we will see you all for episode nine.